Hi, welcome back to GC365. I'm Nadia Bosch. I am the Extended Hands Coordinator here at the Mill Creek Campus. Um, we are on day 263. It's September 20th, and I have a very special friend here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I am Christy Walogorski, and I attend at the Lake Stevens Campus. And it's really cool because Christy and I are also co-workers. Um, we uh, work at the high school nearby, and so we've gotten to know each other over the past several years. We actually opened the new high school, North Creek High School. Now we're going into our fifth, yeah, fifth we, year. We're in our fifth year. And um, yeah, we've been through a lot. It's been a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> and I mean, it's kind of actually some of these uh, readings might relate to some of the roller coaster and conflict we've had, but it's been awesome. And it's so cool to be able to work with somebody who I also get to share faith in and just kind of remind each other right. what it's all about. So um, that's been really cool for us. Yeah. So we're going to jump in to Isaiah 33, 10 through 24 is the first reading. And um, this was like, you know, talking about the, the thing that stood out to me was the, who can survive this all-consuming fire? There was a lot of stuff there, but that was like kind of the question is who's going to survive? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not many. Not many. This it talked about those who are honest and fair. And I the, the phrases that popped up to me were turn the other cheek. Those who take the high road, those who do the right thing when nobody's looking. Right. Yeah. And that's hard to do sometimes. Yeah. That's, well, there's not many. No. Um, and we um, with my students, even that's kind of what I talk about is, you know, if nobody's in the room, are you doing what's right? Are you doing um, what you're supposed to be doing. Are you following? We have a leadership code. So those are some of the things that we apply at school. But um, it's talking about the people who do that, that do those, that make the right choices, do those things. They're going to see the king. And I don't know, right. when it talked about the king, it was just like that picture of, oh, we're talking about like heaven. We're They're going to see the king. Glory. In heaven. <laughs> like that's going to be, I can't, I don't even know what it's going to be. It's so exciting to imagine yeah. what that's going to look like. Yeah. And it, it talks about like, he's the, um, the Lord will be a river of protection. And then it goes into, um, in that verse 22, it talks about, I mean, God's the decision maker, right? He is. He's our King and he'll run this place and he keeps us safe. Yeah. So. And he's always, always surrounding us, even in the bad times and the hard times, the tough times, the times that we think we're alone we could just stop and pause and remember God's surrounding us like the river. He's protecting us. He's right. our shield. He's our anchor. He's all of those things. And if we can take comfort in that and. Right. And when we just, he'll forgive us too. Yeah. We just need to be the ones to ask and we're, we're on that team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of overwhelming to think that we, as much, I don't know about you, but I've screwed up a lot. <laughs> I have screwed up a lot. Yes. <laughs> and to know that no matter what, I can, we can always come back and have that forgiveness. Right. It's really, uh, it's just hard to comprehend. It's a very humbling. Yeah. Yeah. And then Isaiah 34, this is, talks about, I guess, the message for the nations. But um, I got out of this that Edom messed with the wrong guy. <laughs> Don't mess with God. I mean, God's, I, I would say mad. You know, he's, he's showing his wrath. Um, it, it's, everything is going to be destroyed. It's going to be awful. It's going to be the land of nothing. They're, punished greatly i mean you're reading it going oh it just gets worse and worse and worse right yeah animals taken over and weeds and I, yeah. the beauty's gone it's gone like our earth our even the beauty that we know we say oh there's you know a little bit of there's litter here there's this there but it's literally 
nothing like that. It's going to be awful. And yeah. it says you'll they'll have leaders will have no one to lead the, and there's just going to be evil and awfulness. Um, yeah. I mean, right here, it even says the stars will fall, fall from the sky. Yeah. Nothing that's, shining, no light, no bright, no. That's hard to imagine, but it's. Ugh. And scary. I don't want to be there. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to be a part of that either. And the funny thing, though, is that we hear this a lot, but it's not a surprise to God. Mm -hmm. God knows what's going to happen. He knows these things. He knows we're going to mess up. He knows the evilness then and now and tomorrow. And it's not a surprise. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you go into Isaiah 35 and I go back to, so eat a mess with the wrong guy and you want to stay on the right side of God. Like that's right. You want to be making the choice. I mean, he lays it all out for us. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's a surprise for us either. It's there. Right. He tells Absolutely. us exactly what to do. And when you do that, when you follow the Bible, when you follow the, his instruction, you're going to prosper and flourish. And yeah. And when you're on God's side, you get to experience all the beauty that he's going to give us after all of that destruction. And that's going to be, paradise. It's going to be so amazing. I can't wait. I, I can't even imagine like, a couple of the things that you pointed out was reversing creation. Like creation is basically we're, we're on this, we're on this spinning ball that is dying as we know it, right? Mm -hmm. It's yes. dying and that death and destruction and awfulness is going to come. And then there's going to be this point where God reverses everything to the most beautiful, amazing, heavenly, lush land that we might look at pictures in a calendar or a book, or we're going look Googling where we want to go on vacation. We're right. Going, wow. That's amazing. And it's going to be pale in comparison. Even, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be even beyond that. Right. And it talks about, you know, when you think of heaven and you can't really comprehend it. And this, what in this, this um, chapter, you know, it's talking about the voice will be voiceless. will be break into song and the deaf will hear and the, yeah blind will be able to see and it's just it's so exciting so amazing to think that god has that power and we are we're on his team and yeah. it can happen we get to see it happen yeah. and that's we're on his team <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting we got picked by the best <laughs> captain um and i think isaiah 36 then goes into sort of i look at it as politics like this assyrian all this stuff is happening you know one king saying to the you know he's lying he's telling you these lies you do this and the other one has already told his people the the other things and i'm telling the truth and follow me you know this kind of stuff and at the kind of the end of that whole situation the people you know come back tear their shirt and they're kind of in despair because they don't know what to do and they have to take this news back to the the people in charge yeah and they, they're <laughs> like well, well wait he, uh, he's our king said they're fo we're following God. He's saying it's he, that's a bunch of lies and it's not mm -hmm. the truth. And we're so fortunate because what we just talked about is God's actually laid the Bible out for us on purpose. Yep. We get to read all the examples, see all their mistakes and say, oh, well, we're going to pick what God wants us to do. Right. We don't. I, I think it, it's hard at every time in history, but being in that boat where there was um, not this firm Bible, like we have, you know, millions of copies of the Bible that we can just pick up, we can read it, we can um, decipher the words or look at it a different way if that, you know, we don't understand it, we can go back to the examples and we can see what his plan is, what his instructions are. And I don't think it was as easily 
accessible, I guess, in those times. Right. And well, and that's still the case in many places well, of the world true. too. We, they don't have access to yeah. to finding out the truth, and they could still live under this. They still live under this oppression yeah. that we, we have, they talked privileged about in our area and in our environments to be able to have just at, at a fingertips access to the right. Bible and God's yeah. word. We're very fortunate to be where we are. Yeah. Then we got we get to read about the the fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit in Galatians five. The stuff that we're like, oh yeah. So there's all this hard stuff in the Old Testament where you're like, man, they really had to learn their lessons the hard way. Yeah. And then um, you come to the New Testament. It's a little bit like it's not just the hard take. You know, God's anger. It's then Jesus. Mm-hmm. Comes, right. And right. we get to see this is what God, how God wants it to be. He wants us to use our freedom to serve one another in love. That statement right there, use our freedom. And to me, it was just touched me a little bit because we're in America. We have so many freedoms, even in these crazy times. Right. We have so many freedoms simply getting to choose our religion. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's a huge deal. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and just making choices, we have that ability to mm-hmm. make choices and we're not oppressed. And and we don't yeah. we get to pick what we want to read or, um, you know, listen to or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But we so using our freedoms to serve one another in love. And we could go into this word love. I teach it at school. It's one of the things that we talk about. But love being that agape, that act of mm-hmm. love, the action. It's not right. just the feeling. It's to serve and act in love to you, to you, yeah. to our enemies, whatever you want to call it. That um, And we, this is how we actually get to practice our faith in school. Right. Because we're not allowed to talk about God unless a student brings it up. So the only way for us to be able to share God's love is to live it and to be an example and just to let it shine through our lives and what we do. Yeah. Every, I mean, all the actions from, you know, we're at, you're at work. There's some things that happen. You get upset, angry, or you're like, oh, that person or this or that, like things happen and our emotions can take over. But when we come back to that, serve others in love with acts of love, listening to them, <laughs> hearing them out, walking away, coming yeah. back and, or simply you know, sharing a, a lunch that maybe with somebody that you don't sit with, you know, right. regularly, mm-hmm. like maybe somebody, you know, the teacher's lounge. I don't know what that's totally, <laughs> you know, is anymore, but, you know, trying to reach out in different ways. And those are ways we can share our faith. Right. Yeah. Um, and we have a responsibility as Christians. Yeah. Even, even through the bad days, we still have to just buck up and have a smile on our faces sometimes and that's sometimes all it takes is just to say hi and smile at somebody and you never know what a smile and a look them in the eye and that that look can just make their day Mm -hmm. love your neighbors as yourself yeah and we were chatting before we did this and um, Christy brought up a great point about sometimes we don't always love ourselves first yeah Sometimes it is hard to love others when you don't love yourself. And we, we need to, to remember that we are God's child. We were made in his image. He loves us. And I know that's something I have to remind myself of all the time. Mm-hmm. And the neighbors thing, you know, we were um, thinking about it. 
a while back we talked about this at church um, that neighbors aren't just the people that live next door to you or whatever it's your cubicle neighbor or your um business partner or whoever you come in contact with mm -hmm. really in your community i mean that's your neighbor and you're called to love them as yourself not so we're not going to go around oh my gosh you idiot to ourselves right and that's where you're saying sometimes we do that <laughs> sometimes we do and god's saying you shouldn't be doing that to yourself and you certainly shouldn't be doing that to your mm -hmm. neighbors you should be loving them um as creations of god right god's creation mm -hmm. he made them as hard some of those relationships can be hard but as hard as those are god made each and every person on the planet mm -hmm. And even if we have to create boundaries, maybe we can't be next to them sometimes because we're just in conflict. You can create boundaries and still act in love towards right. another person. Well, and sometimes it's such a thing too that sometimes you have to fake it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes faking it enough, all of a sudden it becomes real. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, otherwise, or, you know, you're going to have those, you're going to, revert towards your sinful nature right. and it talks about letting the holy go you know let the holy spirit lead your not your sinful nat nature because that's hostility and quarreling and outbursts and anger and some things <sighs> our emotions sometimes <laughs> take the best of us yeah if we could just stop and breathe and you know um i've said this before i think even on here it let um a prayer my dad has shared with me is like god take away my thoughts and give me your thoughts so mm -hmm. take that breath holy spirit take over mm -hmm. holy spirit take the wheel right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take my words um and you know we got we got to list out the fruits of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control some of you who know the song could probably sing that <laughs> you know that um and we're ending with psalms and proverbs but psalms is talking about enemies you know basically all the stuff that they do but, you know people aren't following god they are just breaking relationships they're digging themselves shooting themselves in the foot because the wrath is going to come yeah right yeah and there's there's really and aside from praying from them for them there's yeah not we much we can love. do we just act, we act in love, love. Right? we show the example we pray for them and then you have to let god you know yeah. the plan and let go and let god yes yes <laughs> they're going to have their own chaos and unrest and we're going to keep moving forward just and, keep praying mm -hmm. and finally proverbs continues to reiterate seeking the truth and wisdom seek truth and wisdom read your bible grow <laughs> learn keep, study keep, keep you may have missed some days i know i've missed some days on this not everybody's even doing the whole um 365 it doesn't matter honestly just getting into the bible maybe you're just re, um, watching the podcast that I shouldn't say just because it's a big deal. Maybe you're watching the podcast and that's how you get your devotionals. It doesn't matter what it is. It matters that you are making an intentional effort and we are mm -hmm. making an intentional effort to get into God's word, stay disciplined in your faith and you'll stay on the path to eternal life. That's right. It's an exciting life, but it's yeah. The future is so exciting. Yeah. I can't wait till I'm not here anymore. <laughs> What a, I, mean, I just love that, that feel like you're the excitement. Cause my father-in-law was like that too. He was always just like, no fear. There was no reason to have fear. It was exciting. And I love that reminder that that eternal life is exciting. Yeah. So thank you for joining us today. We just are so glad that you're here and you're plugging away and um, we'll see you next time.
Bye. Bye.